Hello and welcome to another podcast with me, Troy Francis. Today we're talking about five reasons why women are ruthless in dating. Five reasons why women are ruthless in dating. Okay, so it's good to be here. And slightly polarizing title. Are we saying, therefore, that women are ruthless in dating and men are never ruthless in dating? That men are these innocent, sweet, put-upon individuals and women are these harpies who are tormenting them and being cruel and dominating them and cutting off relationships without any thought or any consideration. No, of course not. I'm not saying that. That would be a blanket statement. And the more that you learn in this area, this area of human relations and the the interrelations between the sexes, and the more that you create content about it as well, to be frank, the more it becomes apparent to you that any sort of blanket statement is likely to be wrong, or at least any sort of blanket statement is liable to be contested by people that have a different opinion or have, uh, you know, different anecdotal examples or even evidence against what you're saying. And the trouble is that nothing in this area is is clear cut. So, of course, men can be ruthless in relationships and dating. Yes, absolutely. There are many examples of this. But, and I have a number of female listeners now, actually, who listen to the content, who watch the videos, and God bless you. Thank you very much for you guys. And uh, you're obviously more than welcome, as you know. But given that the audience is predominantly male, the focus of the show today is on the male dating experience, particularly older guys going out into the dating marketplace and what they encounter there. And it is true that women can be ruthless in dating and in relationships and in the sexual marketplace. Okay, it's just a fact. And I suppose you might argue that there's been a bit of a PR cover up of this over the years because women have a very have had a very good reputation for being whiter than white, the gentler sex, the fairer sex, and all of those kinds of things. And in fact, actually, when you go out there and you start dating and you're getting into relationships or not even relationships as such, but situationships or you see somebody for a couple of dates or you, you know, or even you meet her and you get her phone number and then she ghosts you or she just doesn't respond or she blocks you after a couple of texts or something like that. You start to see that actually the, the manner in which women behave can be very ruthless indeed. You know, they're not, going to take any nonsense they're not going to allow something that they're not feeling that they're not into to continue for one second longer than than it should and they are not going to tolerate you if you're simpy you're simping over her and you know the cruelest blow of all if a better option comes along, then there is the chance that she's going to move on from you and go and take up that better option. Okay, so all of this stuff happens. Uh, we could debate the degree to which it happens and whether men do it more and blah, blah, blah. But 
it certainly all happens and it's something that men need to be aware of particularly if you're maybe an older guy even off the dating market for a little while and now you're getting back into it and you're going out there and you haven't been out there for a bit and you're experiencing things anew you've got to be aware of the dynamics that are at play but why is it why is it that women are ruthless in dating what specific reasons are there for women's ability to be ruthless or their proclivity for ruthlessness and of course just again to underline it's not that they're always ruthless it's not that i'm trying to say uh, every time you meet somebody every time you go out with somebody they're going to do this and it's going to be terrible it's not like that at all you've got to go out there and you've got to engage in life right i mean it's a rich tapestry you've got to throw yourself into the melee and you know allow things to develop as they will of course though you want to be taking calculated risks and the game of love gentlemen and ladies is a game of risk you know you make yourself vulnerable to a certain extent when you put yourself out there even if it's just asking somebody for a date and so you kind of need to know what you're up against or at least what you're potentially up against so we have five reasons why women are ruthless in dating number one and this reason really underpins all of it is simple demand and supply they are ruthless in dating because they can be because they have more power than men now now of course very important to underline what i'm talking about here predominantly although not entirely is young women who are in the prime of their dating lives if you like those women who are in their 20s or 30s early 30s who are in the prime of their dating lives these women have huge power in the dating marketplace okay and look even older women even older women as well because men are very very thirsty all right men men are incredibly you know um men are just like this gulf of need as far as women are concerned right we just need women all right and so there's this popular idea on some men's websites that after a certain age women just it just falls off and and that's it and she's retired and she's sitting there with 15 cats if she's not married by her mid 30s and that really isn't realistic it's not really true because actually even a woman in her 40s 50s 60s whatever she's still going to have guys She's still going to have guys, and I say guys plural, uh, with good reason. She's still going to have guys out there who are looking to, you know, to get into some kind of relationship with her. They may not necessarily be the guys that she wants. They may not be as high value as they were when she was 23, uh, but they will still be out there. So, you know, women have the power. But, of course, as we know, or perhaps you may know if you've been following my stuff for a little while, my story, is that the power dynamics do shift somewhat as a guy gets a bit older. And we did a podcast, actually it was two weeks ago because I was ill last week, but we did a podcast two weeks ago where we talked about the number one advantage that older guys have in the dating marketplace. And that's a topic that I'm going to revisit soon because older guys actually have, I mean, I, I spoke about one particular advantage, but older guys 
of course, have many advantages in the dating marketplace. So we can talk about that again another time. But uh, it does sort of even up somewhat as a guy gets older. But if we're talking about young men and we're talking about young women, where is the power situated for the most part? Well, for the most part, it's situated with the women because, as we all know, a, a beautiful young woman can become a millionaireess. She can probably become a billionaire if you look at somebody like uh, which one of the Kardashians was it who became a billionaire? Anyway, the point is that women's beauty and femininity is is prized, and there's economic value attached to it. It's so it's such a powerful sought after asset that it can actually have monetary value attached to it. So there's no doubt that just for that natural reason, women and particularly very attractive, beautiful young women have a lot of power in the dating marketplace. And very simply, you know, it's like anything else. If it's a, if it's a buyer's market and women are the buyers and you are the, as the man or the seller, and you're trying to sell your, you know, yourself to her. That's the terrible dating strategy, by the way. I don't recommend that, but you know what I'm saying for the analogy. If you try to sell, you're trying to sell yourself to women. Say, hey, I'm a great guy. You should date me. Look, I'm really good looking, and I've got abs, and I've, you know, I earn six figures or whatever it is. Then, and she's the buyer. Well, if there are more sellers than buyers, then she's able to be choosy. She's able to look around. She's able to shop around the market. Okay. And that power in itself, you know what they say, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely, enables her to be quite ruthless when it comes to choosing who she's going to spend time with. And I remember this from when I was a lot younger. Sometimes I would get a girl interested in me. We'd be talking, as they say these days. You know, we'd be talking. There wasn't really social media then, but we would be perhaps dating or we'd be talking on the phone or whatever. And there was some interest there from her side. And that would be incredibly important to me because this was my lead. This was my opportunity because they didn't come along all the time. You know, it wasn't like I was getting loads and loads of interest from women all the time every week. So she, the, when one did come along who was interested in me, then it would seem very, very important. And then if she just suddenly turned around and said, actually, do you know what, Troy? I'm not really feeling this. I don't think there's a future in this. I'm just, let's not continue. I'm not going to continue seeing you. That would be incredibly painful, incredibly hurtful, damaging really to my, to my mental health, to my psyche, because my options were so small. But that girl, and again, I'm talking about this is back in the 90s when there wasn't even social media, there wasn't really, the, there wasn't the dating apps, there wasn't any of this stuff. That girl's options would still be so much broader than mine that for her, it wouldn't really matter. She didn't care. I remember talking to a girl I dated for a brief period, a very, very attractive girl that I dated. I met her, I was working at a bar. She was from Cheshire. She was one of the posh set who lives in cheshire very very beautiful woman and um you know we went on a couple of dates i mean nothing very much happened really and then uh she kind of told me that she wasn't interested anymore but we remained friends because i was simply like that in those days and one time somewhat later i was talking to her and i said well 
you know, it's, it can be difficult to say to somebody that you're not interested anymore. It can be difficult to say to somebody that you don't want to see them anymore. And she said, oh, no, no, I never, I never find it difficult to say that. I never find it difficult to have those conversations. And I remember being struck by that at the time. And I thought, God, that's really ruthless. That sounds really quite harsh. But then I realized that, of course, for her, it just wasn't, it just wasn't a big deal, right? Because in her reality, she was getting hit up by guys probably the whole time, maybe even, you know, quite prominent guys like footballers and stuff. I remember her then after that being taken off to Vegas with her, whoever her boyfriend was after me at the time, going to some big boxing match in Vegas and, you know, living the life of Riley, something that I would never have been able to provide. So for somebody with those opportunities, having to have a little conversation with some dweeb like me to say, actually, I'm not feeling it anymore is, is just not, it's not, it's not even a blip on the radar. It doesn't matter. Okay. So demand and supply opportunities, really, really key. Number two, why women are ruthless in dating. They've got less time to waste. And again, this comes down to biology, really. The biological clock. Most women, most people, men and women, but most women want to, at some point, you know, have a kid. They want to reproduce, start a family and all of that good stuff. And as we know, time is not of the essence. Now, actually, women can conceive, of course, you know, quite late into their 30s, maybe late 30s, early even early 40s at a push. But uh, really, a lot of women have an idea in their head, I want to be married by the time I'm 30 or by the time I'm 32 or something like this. In If you're in the West, in Russia, it's probably going to be 22. But, <laughs> you know, most women are going to have an idea, right, I want to be settled down. I want to be with the right person who's going to be the right father for my kids at this particular age. Now, famously, Rollo Tomasi in his book, The Rational Male, has outlined the different sort of stages as you go through the different ages in, in a woman's life um, that she goes through. And there is a brief period at the beginning, in the early stages, of sort of late adolescence to through to early-ish to mid-20s, where she's having a fun time. Actually, I think it's slightly later than mid-20s. I think it's maybe up to about 27. But where she's kind of having a good time. She's kind of playing around. She's meeting different guys. Uh, this is what uh, Tomasi calls her party years, okay? This is when she's having a party. She's enjoying the good life, the kind of college fun times. And then after that, maybe a bit of the sex in the city lifestyle. As I say, dating different guys, experimenting, going for those kind of alpha chads, fun just sexually driven things as opposed to thinking about, okay, well, is this the right guy for my provisioning to look after my offspring and all the rest of it, all right? So you've got that period of time. But that is relatively brief. I mean, in the big scheme of things, in the scheme of a lifetime, that's a relatively brief period of time. And then after that, she starts to think, okay, well, look, I need to settle down now. I need to, uh, I need to find the right person, not just somebody who <clears throat> I am very sexually attracted to, but also as well, she's not going to want a guy that she has no attraction to just because he's got a load of money. I mean, yeah, I know 
I know gold digger situations that can happen, but in general, you know, a woman's going to want a bit of both. She's going to want a little bit of the, the sexy side of things. She's going to want a guy who she's attracted to, but she's also going to be looking for that provisioning as well. She's going to want both of the things in the same guy. Now it's been said that that is very difficult to find. And I think it probably is a challenge to find for sure, but she's going to do her best. And, you know, so when she's very young, when she's younger in her early twenties or whatever, you know, um, she's going to be thinking, well, I want to have the best experiences I can right now. So I'm not going to go for a guy who's less than optimum. So say her optimum at that point, it's about sexual appeal, right? So she's, she's going to, she'll discard you pretty quickly if a more sexy guy comes along who she's interested in because she can. And because she's got a finite time to enjoy herself in that way, if you like. And then when she gets a little bit older, it becomes more a case of, well, I don't want to get into anything with this guy because even though he might be sexy, he's probably not a good long-term bet. And this is the point when the man who is a bit of a Casanova can sometimes find himself getting kicked to the curb by a woman. So the old sort of, you know, be a bit of a Jack the Lad, treat him mean, keep him, keep him keen type thing goes out the window a little bit because now she's looking for something slightly slightly different okay or equally you know she might be with a guy who's a good bloke and he's got a decent job but then she's starting to think but is this really the person i want as my life partner you know the person i want to spend the rest of my life with and you know she's looking for that very specific thing that combination of uh attractiveness plus the ability to provide and so you know if you're not that if you don't square up then to be frank you're probably going to get chucked out at some point. And that really brings our, brings me on to the next point. And all of these points are somewhat interconnected. But point number three is that for why women are ruthless in dating is that their requirements are not so easily satisfied. Okay? Their requirements are not so easily satisfied. Um, when you think about it, and if you're a guy listening to this, maybe you can maybe you can sympathize with this or maybe not. But in general, I think guys are very simple when it comes to the women that they find attractive. If she's got long hair, she's got a certain type of figure, she's got a pretty face. A lot of guys, unless she's got some horrendous sort of personality defects that just make it her impossible to spend time with. For the most part, guys are going to be pretty happy. You know, the the bar isn't that high, let's be honest, for most men when it comes to, to choosing women. They've probably got a few things on their checklist. You know, I want her to have a certain type of figure. I want her to look a certain way. I mean, height might come into it maybe a tiny bit, not as much as for women. There might be a few things. But in general, guys are probably more flexible. They've probably got broader sort of, type than women have they'll probably you know it's not going to be this very specific well he's got to be six foot he's got to have dark hair and he's got to have a certain type of jawline you know it's going to be quite uh it's going to be quite varied in terms of their types they might go for a latina they might go for you know a black girl they might go for a girl um with red hair i mean they're probably quite loose in terms of what they consider being part of their type 
Um, and so for the guy getting a girlfriend, selling it, it's it, often it more comes down to does she accept him rather than does he accept her? And this is why when we're talking about dating skills and dating culture, we often emphasize the point that it is important for, for you to be a bit more discerning, you know, to, to actually have more standards, to actually have a checklist of behavioral things as well that you're interested in. You know, is she adventurous? Does she travel? Is she intelligent? Does she read books? Is she a good conversationalist? All of these different things you might, you know, you want to have a bit more of a, you want to have a higher bar in terms of your standards because all too often guys are very much like, okay, well, she's quite pretty. All right. I'll let her be my girlfriend and then we'll get married and we'll spend the rest of our lives together, whatever. And that really isn't good enough in terms of vetting. But on the other side of the fence, women, as we know, can be very, very stringent in terms of their vetting procedure for guys. And famously, I mentioned the 666 already, you know, six foot tall, six pack, is the guy earning six figures. That's a very memed example of women's requirements for men, but they tend to be much more choosy. And that has been in some ways fostered by the demand and supply issue because the supply is so great of potential men for many women. They have been, they have become almost spoiled as consumers, you know? And so rather than saying, okay, well, I'll make do with him. And I'm not saying, by the way, that a woman should have to make do with somebody. I mean, everybody has a right to be, if we're talking about partners, particularly life partners, everybody's got a right to be with, you know, somebody they actually want to be with. But, you know, it, it's a, it's just a an economic reality that when supply is constricted, there is an element of, well, okay, I will take that good or service because that's the only one that's available. And so that will have to do me. And when supply is almost unlimited, which it kind of feels like it is now for women, what with the global dating marketplace, what with, you know, the rise of Tinder, Instagram and other modes of meeting new people, when the market feels like it's pretty much, um, you know, there is no end to it then it kind of fosters this behavior of choosiness. It allows her to be more choosy and encourages that. So as a result, it then becomes much harder for her to find a guy who really she feels that ticks all of her boxes. And so what that means for the guys that she comes into contact with is that if you sort of in some way shape up or she meets you on a drunken Tuesday night out at the bar and she thinks, yeah, that guy's all right. And then the next day she looks at your Instagram and she's like, mm, actually, yeah, maybe not quite as cute as Brad, who I was chatting to on Tinder. Then there's a good chance that you could get blocked or, you know, she's just not going to respond to your messages or whatever. So, and then of course, on top of that, you've also got the issue that I referred to before of, sexual attraction versus provisioning versus thinking about stability in the future and all of that stuff. Okay. So when you mix all of that together into a big pot, what it means is that for women, um, it's not easy for them to meet a guy and think, okay, right. This guy fulfills everything that I want. I'm happy. I'm just going to stop here. 
And what that means is that there's going to be a lot of doubts that creep in, particularly when we live in a world where choice is and temptation is everywhere, right? Doubts are going to creep in. She's going to be more likely to one day wake up and go, do you know what? I'm not sure I'm feeling it with this guy anymore. I think I'm going to dump him and I'm going to go after Brad in accounts instead. Okay. So, and then the outcome for you, if you're the boyfriend, is you feel very ruthlessly dealt with because she's just kicked you to the curb. Uh, number four, why women are ruthless in dating. Shiny, bright, new thing syndrome. Shiny, bright, new thing syndrome. Okay. Really just repeating what we said before about the fact that um, there's just so much temptation out there. And every day we wake up, we have a look at Instagram, we scroll through, we see all these pictures of other beautiful human beings. And uh, some of them, if you're an attractive young woman, maybe slipping into your DMs, then, you know, um, it becomes a case of, well, you know, Steve was all right for a bit, but this other guy, Jason's been messaging me and I think he's kind of cute. Maybe I'll meet up with him and for cocktails and we're going to see what happens. So there's a lot of temptation and we live in this very fast paced consumerist world where there's an element of like, all right, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? Well, why would that just be applied to consumer goods? Unfortunately, that's being applied now to our interpersonal relationships as well. It's almost like you are in competition with all her other forms of entertainment. So the other guys in her life or the other guys orbiting her, but also her Netflix, her Spotify, her iTunes, yada, yada, yada. You know, you're another form of entertainment. She probably likes you for a bit. And then if you get a little bit boring or something else better that comes along, then she's going to be ruthless. She's going to get rid of you and go on to the next thing. And number five, Point, point number five, why women are ruthless in dating is a question. And the question is, are they being ruthless or are you just being overly romantic? All right. Are they actually ruthless or are you just being overly romantic? Now, what I mean by this is that, yes, if you get dumped, if you get ghosted, if you get blocked for no reason that can feel very painful. It can feel very uncomfortable. You can get butt hurts. Well, actually, butt hurts the wrong word. I don't mean to be disparaging. You can feel upset about it and put out about it. But is it actually that she's being ruthless or is it just that she knows the game and she's just playing the game and you have to drop your illusions about how the game is, how the game should be, and see the game for what it really is, which is a marketplace. When it comes down to it, you come to that marketplace, you want to meet women, women want to meet men, you have certain value comprised of different things like looks, money, intelligence, wit, charisma, social standing, social acumen, blah, 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 like chips that you push onto the table. She has certain things, certain chips that she pushes onto the table as well. And in that marketplace, if you're selected and not just selected by her, but if you, if she retains you, 
it really all comes down to market forces at the end of the day. And again, you know, I don't want to be sort of depressing about this and unromantic about this because actually I'm a, probably too romantic, if anything. But this is the reality of it. So it might be, you know, you're sitting there watching videos, going into comment sections, reading Reddit, terrible, terrible Reddit threads and complaining about about women and the ruthlessness of women and all this kind of thing. It might be, unfortunately, you just kind of need to toughen up a little bit. You know, it might be you've got to think, well, actually, you know, I'm here playing the game with everybody else. I'm bringing a certain amount of value. Other people are bringing more value. You know, if I was her, what would I do? And I'm not saying just forgive somebody's incredibly bad behavior and that so therefore it makes it all right or it's your fault or anything like that. But we've all got to be realistic. And it's been said that men are the true romantics and women are, are the pragmatists. And I think there's some truth in that. You know, women understand the game from a very early age. They have a lot of practice in it and they get very good at it. And you need to get very good as well. So just to reiterate, five reasons women are ruthless in dating. They can be. They have more power because of demand and supply. Uh, they've less time to waste. Uh, their requirements are not so easily satisfied, satisfied as men's. Shiny, bright new thing syndrome. And then finally, are they actually ruthless or are you just over-romanticizing? Sign up for my daily email list. The link is below. If you want to read my stuff, grab Renegade Dating Blueprint, which is my collection of 11 books. Again, about dating and sex and the market, the dating marketplace, all of that stuff. Again, the link is below. I'll be back again with another podcast very soon. Bye-bye.